and we're back. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about haunted video games and haunted video game creepy pastas. Dylan showed us a video earlier that we will definitely cut in about. Yeah, for Wizard. our YouTube uh, exclusive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us more about that. Yeah. Dylan. That freaked me out. I'm going to have like spooky dreams, yeah. brother. Yeah. So I found that video, and there's a link down in the description. Um, I found that video, I think, like, at this point, it was, like, five years ago. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, so it's it's been on the internet for a minute, and this guy was just, like, hanging around on, like, a, like a video game that he used to play mm. a lot, and um, I, can't, I can't tell you what the name of the game is. I have no idea. Um, but you know, it looks like like he brought up like Second Life and stuff. Yeah, so it yeah. feels like a fantasy style Second Life, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's the equivalent of like I feel like early World of Warcraft sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, probably Quest or whatever. Stuff yeah, like that. yeah, it was probably some competing game. Yeah, with yeah, those yeah. two, um, it feels like that mixed with like uh, RuneScape or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> And, you know, he was hanging out on that on that game, and essentially, you know, he found an old server that was, like, before the before it shut down or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was just, like, hanging out in the server, just, like, walking around. And, you know, like, if you go in any old servers somehow like that, like, that haven't been updated or anything, mm-hmm. like, stuff's super glitchy. So yeah. the whole game was very glitchy and... You know, there was animals that were just, like, phased into the ground and stuff, yeah. and he was just, like, looking around and, you know, found someone else in the server. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the idea of it is so creepy because, look, you can watch this video and be like, this is BS, like, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's fake. Yeah, like, it's a whole, yeah, thing, yeah. And from what, I, what, like, little research I did when I first saw it, or the second time I watched it because it showed... Camille mm. and we were both like every time I watch it I get like I it just I get geezed out like yeah. I just can't yeah. um I looked it up and I was just like was this fake and like nobody was no one came out and was like this is for sure fake yeah. mm-hmm. like I've not found any evidence this to prove that yeah. this is fake um but you can still just say it's fake yeah I get that mm-hmm. but if you want to live a fun life mm-hmm. and you say that this is real. Yeah. If you suspend disbelief. If you suspend exactly. disbelief, then, you know, like, this guy went into a game and an NPC, yeah. like, if you think about it, and there's, like, all of this tech, there's all of this mm, data yeah. that's, like, running constantly, constantly, yeah, constantly, yeah. and no, there's no outside forces anymore. Mm, mm. There's no, there. it's essentially, in my head, it's, like, the whole, like, um... What is it like? Um, the theory of God, where he set it set it all up, yeah. and then just like walked away like and yeah, let it yeah. do its thing. That's what dead servers feel like wow. to me. That's where, like, if you, creepy. If you think about it, you know, if you believe, like, if you believe in any religion, any creed, like we're like in an episode of, or in like a, a Sims game or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But like. Anyone who made those games and made that data, made those characters, made all the everything, mm. like you are now, for all intents and purposes, God yeah. of this. You've made all this. Mm-hmm. And now you have backed away and you've let 
this just run. Yeah. And if it gets chaotic and crashes, then it gets chaotic and it crashes. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see in this video game. Yeah. And then if you think about it, like the only way that we know that it crashes is if we look at it. Yeah. If we tamper with the data, if we open it up, mm -hmm. then we're like, oh, well, this is crashed. Like, mm -hmm. well, was it the whole time? Yeah. Like, like if it is like beyond a ghost or whatever, but if it's like AI mm -hmm. and it's like essentially machine learning, like it's just like and has the time to just run and learn things and yeah. like be quasi sentient or whatever, like not fully sentient, but like it's like it's running a script, it learns different paths on that script, and then it just learns to like think for itself. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because if you like, I think. A fun way to think about it and all of this is just like here's a fun way to think about yeah, it yeah if a computer runs the same line of script like 10 times it'll mm -hmm. be the same a hundred times it'll probably be the same but like 30 billion times yeah. like maybe it hits another key like maybe yeah. another input happens mm -hmm. and then that happens enough to where it's like yeah it's it's like a giant huge game of the smartest telephone that could happen yeah Wow. And now this NPC or this character in the game is now like sentient in a way, but it's still running on the same script where it's like, I'm in this second life fantasy world. Mm -hmm. I speak like a second life fantasy person. Yeah. Weird. Because it's all that I know. Yeah. And also because it's, yeah, taking taking in the input from when people play that game. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. 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 it's It has the, like... The like, data is there. Again, you know, yeah. if yeah. you... If you like believe in certain religions and yeah. stuff mm. we've been given this data mm. this is all the data we have yeah. so no one's gonna come in with like a humanoid body tentacle face and wings and mm. us be like mm -hmm, for sure this yeah. is like how it goes like no this is off script yeah. Yeah. this is a yeah. very different thing yeah. yeah 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 you know so maybe the whole server was running just fine in the grand scheme of things mm -hmm. like whatever that would be until somebody enters in to this server yeah. and now the thing is crashed because it's not used to anything else being here so you that's so creepy like you bring it and then that's why everything's crashed that's yeah. why you know but before this ai was just like running around and like everything else was still working yeah. which is why it has the ability to open up those gates mm -hmm. when a real life person playing the game doesn't have that ability yeah. like Weird. you have to accomplish a certain task for the gates to open mm. just like every other game that we've ever yeah. played yeah. this has to happen for this to happen yeah um and that's the fun way of thinking about mm -hmm. it the other way is well yeah somebody definitely like hacked this like yeah. game from like 94 and yeah, yeah this guy was he uh, said fine sauce or whatever yeah he was streaming it so, like, somebody totally could have, like, stream sniped it and, like, figured out what game it was, found the server he was in, and just went in yeah. and, like, same mm -hmm. game. Yeah. Like, that's totally but then plausible. he would have also not have impossible. had to... Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But he would have also had to have, like, hacked it before. Yeah. Because you can't yeah. just, like... Yeah, true. And yeah. then and then gone through the, the challenges to get, you know, yeah. the credentials to get through the gate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know the full context of the video or that game, but my original thought was, is... He was streaming the game. Maybe an old dev of that game saw that it was being streamed. Yeah, had still had access to the game and like just logged in, just to, you know, mess with him or whatever. That, 
That would be that's a really fun it's the way only, to think about it's it. It's the only yeah, logical yeah. explanation yeah. for mm-hmm. it. For sure. But it is, and that's yeah. a very low. I mean, yeah. that could that could just be what it is. Yeah. Sure. Which is still like, how fun is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. how cool would yeah, that cause be? Yeah, because the initial like thing was like, it, he thought it was an NPC. It reacted like an NPC, and then like further on, it was like, oh, this might be like a person or something in the game. Yeah, or know? something else. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. Which is so cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a weird, cool experience. So, ghost in a video game. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, that concept, like, old media, there's something wrong. Like, a video game, for instance, that is, a, like, a common, like, creepypasta kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where, or, like, new stories center around, like, like, there's this fascination with old games that you can't play anymore. And, yeah. like, there's something weird about it. Or you go back and visit it, like, oh, yeah. I don't remember this being like this or whatever. Mm. And yeah. I know, I mean, just the, from the few from the few stories that I read. Yeah. Um, but but off camera earlier, we were kind of talking about this. And the first thing that comes to mind for me, and this is my limited uh, amount of knowledge on, on video games and stuff like you guys, so I'm just going to hang out and listen and learn. But, mm-hmm. you know, like Wreck-It Ralph, um, yeah. when they, you know, they're arcade games, but they, they're characters in the game and they're alive. You know, they have jobs and they have to play these parts. Mm-hmm. And... Sometimes they hit, and then at night they have the, they have the day off or they have the night off, so they go yeah. hang out with their friends and other video games. And if for some reason um, the game starts glitching or something like that, or it goes turbo, then the game gets unplugged for good. And then you know those ga- those characters in the game they don't have anywhere to go, yeah. so they have to go and live in another in another video game and just hide off screen or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 weird to think that these NPCs might you know, might be, might be artificial intelligence, might be lives. living and might yeah. have feelings, you know, mm-hmm. but they're playing a part, um, even though they're just zeros and ones and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. also, um, if we were to say like that as a concept for a movie, Free Guy, have you seen it? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it. No. It's really good. Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, but Guy it's is, really he's fun. blue shirt guy and he's just an NPC, he's in the background and he lives his everyday life in this mm. video game very similar to Grand Theft Auto mm. and at some point he's like well what's the point of life and he has this question he's like what if I just do something different today mm. and he does and then like something different happens he's like oh and yeah. then the next day he does something even more different and then at some point you know he's basically you know a character and now he's a player character he's a player yeah. character yeah. and everyone's yeah. like who's blue shirt guy at who one is point this guy the, the Plot. Uh, every the player characters, like the mm-hmm. actual people, they have these glasses that have give them access to the game or whatever. Yeah, he discovers like a pair of glasses, puts them on, and he sees like the world as a video game, like mm-hmm. how regular or real people see it. Mm-hmm. And he just becomes a character and like starts yeah. interacting with stuff. And yeah, you know, people are like, oh, this guy's alive, like it's yeah. a real person. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and then uh, not to really spoil it, but. Um, yeah, he, he basically comes alive, and you find out that the the game code is written for a different game, mm. and the, the bad guy or whatever, the main video game developer, just stole the code and basically just made it a different game. But he basically created AI in the process. Yeah. Mm. It's a fascinating That's concept. Cool. Really good movie. Really yeah. heartwarming. Yeah. Um, but the idea of that being real is. Yeah, I, I never even considered that being like a real thing, but like yeah. watching that, it's really creepy. You know, that might be actual evidence of 
of a ghost in a video game or yeah. you know AI realizing like am I alive am I yeah. am yeah. I alive please tell me that I'm alive you know it's like yeah. Ugh, sorry man you're you're not unfortunately well, you know and the whole question can get real big yeah you know, yeah, yeah our brains have been described as like supercomputers and it's mm. all data. I mean, it's yeah. all input data. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. that we see, taste, touch, like, yeah. you know, it all gets input into this it's computer. It's just firing in your brain. Right. Yeah. And like, the further we look into the future, the more this question gets brought up where like, I don't know, Elon Musk as much as I couldn't uh, care yeah. less about the dude, sure. mm-hmm. um, is like, yeah, I, like I'll have a an implant for people's brains Neuralink. by next year, mm-hmm. like a neural link, mm-hmm. where you can just like full dive into video games. It's yeah. like, okay, well then now, mm. if you neural link into a game, that like, and then the servers stop. Like you know, you die, and, you die in real life. Like, yeah, but it's it's like, <laughs> dude, it's like, yeah. yeah well, like, he said that he's gonna be the first one to get it. So even yeah. if there's not like human trials, he's gonna put it in his brain, mm. right? And be the first person, like basically, like, you know, he's gonna be like jujitsu. I know jujitsu. <laughs> he's gonna be the real life Neo. Yeah. So pass. Yeah. We shouldn't give it to that guy. No. That give it to him. He's gonna do it himself. I know, but we have nothing. We have we have no say in this. Yeah, you're right. And he's gonna be basically upgrade man. I'm oh, telling you, man. that's gonna be him for yeah. real. And he's gonna be the internet, and the internet's gonna be him. It's gonna flow through his fingers. I just can't think of that I just don't want to think of that happening. especially with like the only picture of him that's like fully ingrained in my my head is like him being high and it's just like God, yeah. what a yeah. boob dude yeah this guy is such a goober like, yeah I think he just wants to be cool so bad yeah that's, that's the problem that's, that's the thing like, if, yeah if he didn't try so much it's yeah. like hey dude that's just the thing. be he tries smart so hard. yeah just, like, just be a smart guy just, you know yeah. I mean He's not a smart guy. He's just a rich dude who invested in smart things, and then he yeah. thinks he's smart. You're, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I might disagree with that. Um, I mean, just hearing his his conversations, like I don't think that he's he's putting on this facade of mm. being like way smarter than everybody, so he has to speak slower and mm. um, and words that we understand and stuff like that. I I truly think that he is a genius cursed with a brain that never stops working. Mm. You know, I don't think that he gets much sleep. I think that he's always dreaming and thinking of the next thing, you know, yeah. because what he's done with SpaceX, I mean, I mean you may it might, he might just be in, about him to me is in the SpaceX stuff. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Like it's an advancement in rocket propulsion and like reusing. Yeah. He, he did and, what yeah. NASA, Exactly. Could never do. Yeah. And he he gave that idea to NASA, and they're mm-hmm. like, "No, that's not yeah. going to work." And he's like, "I'll do it myself." And he did it and, and failed multiple times. Yeah. But exactly. now, I mean, I mean, with Tesla and stuff that, like that, I don't know, man. I think that he is smart. I think he is just too I don't know, too smart for his own good. And yeah. but I think he just tries too hard to be cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, not to make this the the Musk minute or anything, but <laughs> I think. Uh, the last thing that I read about, like, the engine that they're making, where we, you can go to Mars in, like, four hours, because oh it's Ooh. based off of, um, um, 
Oh, what is the what is the thing that smashes? Uh, Hadron Collider. Yeah, the Hadron Collider. That is what, like, um, that is what provides the propulsion. Mm. And so, it's like clean. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no gas. Like, there's no there's no like yeah. fuel. It's just that. Yeah. And so it can like just go. It can. It essentially is an engine that breaks physics. Mm, wow. As we know it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Which is why it's all you know theories and stuff, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And a thing that I think that people like you know who want to bring up pseudo science and stuff. Forget mm. about it. It's like, <laughs> well, this can work because it breaks this. It's like, yeah, it's a theory though. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like. Yeah. It's untested and yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's the th- that's the thing about the hadron collider like people are like you know there's conspiracy theories about it and people are freaked out and like you know because it happened in the first test i think happened in 2012 and people like oh yeah since then since they first ran or split the uh smashed whatever the electrons or whatever ever since that happened like everything's gone downhill and then like split oh the, yeah, yeah split the universe or whatever. the darkest timeline yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. split the timeline or whatever <laughs> uh, well, there's also like the shiva statue like <clears throat> at the outside of the the complex it does I can't remember what it's called but it, there was a really funny um will look like a fun hoax thing where it's mm. like there is the that statue um and people thought that it was like a big cult thing mm. and then a bunch of people thought it'd be really funny to like lean into that and mm. there's a picture of them in like white cloaks like people that work there oh doing gosh. like a fake ceremony thing yeah. and then it was like guys probably not a good too idea, real too right? real yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh before we dive into the story Oren, um going back to Neuralink yeah um would either of you guys get no. Neuralink no what's essentially the concept like you just you can full dive, dude. It's you, like, like you're you like the Matrix. Sort of yeah, you basically, yeah. But well, not just like you go into the metaverse or anything like yeah. that. But it's like you actually have control of your body and of your brain, of memories and stuff like that. Oh, gotcha. And my dad said he would get it as soon as it comes out mm-hmm. because, like, he forgets things. Because he just accesses like whatever. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah, whatever. yeah. Well, not even just that, well, but yeah. like it, you can function again, like a like a normal human being. You know, it's like you're mm-hmm. twenty again. But like your brain is just working. What's that cost, though, man? Yeah, who like, knows? Because like know. the cost of you having an iPhone is Apple knowing everything about you. That is very true. So you having yeah, a right. neural link, having is, having having this having thing from a company, so you're not having any private thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is essentially That's, cyberpunk stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cyberpunk stuff, yeah. and it is thought police stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it, okay, for instance, if. Um, you say you commit a crime, mm. right? Well, there is that, t- you know, after 10 years, yeah. mm-hmm. you can't be, like, prosecuted for that. Yeah, sure. Well, is that the case still if they can access the memory of you committing yeah. that crime? Yeah. Because well, I it's never even there. thought of that, yeah. 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 I, it's, dude, I just don't, I don't trust it. Mm. It would be mm. really cool if humans didn't make it yeah. and if humans didn't have control over it. Yeah, if that's we true. made it and then we gave it to like an AI, which is also a scary thing, yeah. I think, yeah. then it's like, well, because, you know, it, once AI g- gets it and it's like, oh, well, the mm. humans 
mm-hmm. are the problem. Yeah. Because, you know, most people, like, I mean, if us interacting with the planet, it's mm, like, yeah. yeah, we're the we're the bad guys here, yeah. probably. Like, what's, what's the thing, the minority report thing, like, stopping crime before it happens, but, like, you give up, like, a lot of your privacy or whatever like mm-hmm. is that worth it like right yeah delving into like your corporations having access to this stuff like I like the thing with like uh whenever there's like uh mass shootings or whatever they look they look at the uh the shooter and like they go through his stuff mm-hmm. and like facebook has access to that data like they can just give that to the police like facebook yeah. has your data too like everybody's data mm-hmm. like it's just we, if anybody asks, like police or whatever, they just they can have it. Like, yeah, yeah. And just you know, stuff like that. A lot of times they don't even have to ask because you just like can go to somebody's Facebook and yeah, they've already true. put it there. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's people are silly. You yeah, know? Um, we've signed a, away a lot of stuff mm. without really knowing about it. Yeah, it's just, just like, accepting terms and policies. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And then oh, a new one. I'm just, I just want to. I'm not even gonna read this because I just want to sign on right now. You know. Yeah. I do that. All it's the, the whole time. thing. It's like I just want to use my phone. Can I just? Yeah. Can yeah. I'm just gonna press everything yeah. to use my yeah. phone now. And it's like. Yep. Dude. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Literally, all of this is the plot to Ready Player Two by Ernest Cline, which generally is a hated book by everybody. I enjoyed it because of the thought alone of, mm. like, you know, you can, you, you basically like, I don't remember how you like sign in to. Um, the Oasis or whatever, but like you, your brain is fully in it. It's not just like an immersive oh, VR that's, rig. That's the evolution. Yeah, the second book. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. It's really, it's a really good concept. And of course, you know, like there is an AI character who sucks everybody into the game, and if you try to sign off, you die. Mm. Yeah. And so the good guys have to figure out how to beat the bad guy. You yeah. Know, beat the bad, big bad AI. Um, really good concept. I like that. I like it a lot. Um, I thought they pulled it off pretty well in the book. It was a good follow up. Uh, my brother hated it, and you know, whatever. Yeah. I still, I'll go through and read it every every other year. Did you guys watch Sword Art Online? I watched no. the first season. Yeah. Like you know, six years ago. Yeah. The second really good season. concept, but it was yeah. just like I was super good on the second season. Really, I loved the first season. Yeah. It's just a great concept. But also, I hadn't read. Ready Player Two. Well, Ready Player Two came out, I think, two years ago, maybe, maybe yeah, three years ago at this sure. point. Oh yeah, I think it's twenty twenty. What a rip! That's just like it's well, Ready like Player One came out in like twenty twelve. Yeah, so yeah. it was okay, before gotcha. Sword Art Online, but I it's mean, not a complete this, original yeah, concept that's anyway. The Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's just all different way to tell. And the Matrix apparently was a rip off of something else. Oh, so really? yeah, somebody mm-hmm. said it was completely plagiarized. Oh, gotcha. Which I don't know if that's real or not, but yeah. I would say that too if it was the Matrix. Mm. Oh, you know, yeah, I mean? <laughs> like William Gibson neuromancer stuff like that. That's all eighties yeah. like cyberpunk stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, dude, it's all cool. Yeah, like, it's cyberpunk all cool. stuff yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a part of me that's like, absolutely, I wouldn't do it. And then there's another part of me that's like, or I could like full dive into it. Mm. Yeah. And like, then maybe one day be a computer and never die. <laughs> yeah. It's just like yeah. that kind of sounds cool too. Maybe I, I don't mean, know. I'm, I've always said I'd be cool with just having like a robot body, like my brain put into like a yeah. android or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like oh, my lungs are going out. I guess yeah. I gotta go up the street or yeah. go on Amazon yeah. and order some lungs to plug and play the rest of my life away. Yeah. It's fine. Like Full on uh, upgrade, put a gun in your hand and yeah, reload dude. it with bullets or whatever. <laughs> it's awesome. That was the coolest part of that movie to me. Yeah. Yeah. The dudes with like guns in their hands. 
Okay, so going back to the concept of ghosts and video games, mm-hmm. um, I remember when I was a kid, and it was before you can play video games on the internet. Actually, you could play video games on the internet, on PC, mm-hmm. but like, you know, PlayStation and Xbox. It was before Xbox Live or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, we would play System Link a lot, mm-hmm. and I, sometimes I would just log in and just like hope that like another player would join my game just because it's like maybe it'll happen this time maybe yeah. it'll happen this time or like maybe if i select this level like something different will happen yeah. this time and just like really hoping that it would you know mm-hmm. um or when i was a kid playing tekken i was like what if this isn't a computer playing what if i'm just playing some kid in china you know mm-hmm. and like he's trying to beat me i'm trying to beat him yeah. you know um, no, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I yeah, thought. Yeah, the yeah. AI actually, I was like, that's got to be it. There's no way it's a computer. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're going to take it away. And so tonight we're going to read, going back to the concept of old media, a game you played forever ago. Um, I'm going to read the Ben Drown creepypasta. Uh, ben Drown is based around the video game Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Um Let's see. I feel it, like I've heard this, but I don't know if I have. You probably have. Yeah. It's, it's I did maybe popular. years ago, but yeah. I really don't remember anything about it except yeah. that it just left me feeling icky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gross. Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the story revolves around a Majora's Mask cartridge that is haunted by the ghost, if it is a ghost, of a boy named Ben, and the protagonist of the story finds it in like a... Uh, garage sale, but I'll get into that. Mm. Soon as start. Whack. Yeah. That stinks. Mm. You're like super stoked. You like found it. You're like, mom. Uh, and then it's like, like yeah, George sure. Mask for five bucks, and like, oh, yeah. haunted. Yeah. <laughs> now my, my now my soul is getting <laughs> to the devil. Cool. Okay, I need your help with this. This is not copy pasta. This is a long read, but I feel like my safety or well-being could very well depend on this. This is video game related, specifically Majora's Mask, and this is the creepiest crap that has happened to me in my entire life. Having said that, I recently moved into my dorm room starting as a sophomore in college, and a friend of mine gave me his old Nintendo 64 to play. I was stoked to say the least, I could finally play all those old games of my youth youth that I hadn't touched in at least a decade. His His N64 came with a one yellow controller and a rather shoddy copy of Super Smash Bros. And while beggars can't be choosers, needless to say, it didn't take long until I became bored of beating up level 9 CPUs. That weekend, I decided to drive around a few neighborhoods about 20 minutes or so off campus, hitting up the local garage sales, hoping to score on some good deals from ignorant parents. Rude. (laughs) Jeez. I ended up picking a copy of Pokemon Stadium, GoldenEye, F-Zero, and two other controllers for $2. Okay, okay, here's the thing. That's a steal. I already don't believe this. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Just no for two way. Everybody knows who, what GoldenEye is. Yeah, yeah, no way you got all three of those, yeah, dude. Right? No way. $2, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, satisfied, I began to drive out of the neighborhood when one last house caught my attention. I still have no idea why it did. There were no cars there, and only one table was set up with random junk on it. But something sort of drew me there. I usually trust my gut on these things, so I got out of the car, and I was greeted by an old man. His outward outward appearance was, for lack of a better word, displeasing. It was odd. If you asked me to tell you why I thought he was displeasing, I couldn't really pinpoint anything. There was just something about him that put me on edge. I can't explain it. All I can tell you is that if it wasn't in the middle of the afternoon and there were other people within shouting distance, 
I would not have even thought of approaching this man. You're just scared of old people. Yeah, old people are just, that's just old people. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Again. <laughs> Ew, do you see your wrinkles, sir? <laughs> Sorry. Here's skin cream for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You <laughs> should move to Florida. <laughs> a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> Call back. He flashed a crooked smile at me and asked what I was looking for, and immediately I noticed that he must be blind in one of his eyes. His right eye had that glazed-over look about it. I forced myself to look to his left eye instead, trying not to offend, and asked him if he had any old video games. I was already wondering how I could politely excuse myself from the situation when he would tell me that he had no idea what a video game was. But to my surprise, he had had a few. He had had a few ones. He had had a few in an old box. Bless you. I mean, thank you. <laughs> he assured me he'd be back in a jiffy and turned to head back into the garage. And as I watched him hobble away, I couldn't help but notice that what he was selling on his table. Later across his table were rather peculiar paintings, various artworks that artworks that look like ink blots that a psychiatrist would might show you. Curious, I looked through them. It was obvious why no one was visiting this guy's garage sale. They, were, they weren't exactly aesthetically pleasing. As I came to the last one, for some reason, it looked almost like Majora's Mask, the same heart-shaped body with little spikes protruding outward. Initially, I just thought that since I was secretly hoping to find that game at these garage sales, some fr- Freudian BS was projecting itself into the ink blots. But given the events that happened afterward, I'm not so sure now. I should have asked the man about it. I wish I would have asked the man about it. After staring at the Majora-shaped blot, I looked up and the old man was suddenly there again, arms linked in front of me, smiling at me. I'll admit I jumped out of reflex and I laughed nervously as he handed me an N64 cartridge. It was the standard gray color except that someone had written Majora on it in black permanent marker. I got butterflies in my stomach as I realized what a coincidence this was and I asked him how much he wanted for it. The old man smiled at me and told me that I could have it for free, that it used to belong to a kid who was about my age that didn't, that didn't live here anymore. There was something weird about how the man phrased that, but I didn't really pay any attention to then. I was too caught up in, f- in not only finding this game, but getting it for free. I reminded myself to be a bit skeptical since this looked like a pretty shady cartridge, and there's no guarantee it would work. But then the optimist inside me interjected that maybe it was some kind of beta version or pirated version of the game, and that was all I needed to be back on Cloud9. I thanked the man, and the man smiled at me and wished me well, saying, Goodbye, then. At least that's what it sounded like to me. All the way in the car ride home, I had a nagging doubt that the man had said something else. My fears were confirmed when I booted up the game. To my surprise, it worked just fine. And there was one save file named simply Ben. Goodbye, Ben, he was saying. Goodbye, Ben. I felt bad for the man, obviously a grandparent, obviously going senile, and I, for some reason or another, reminded him of his grandson, Ben. Oof. Don't like that. Out of curiosity, I looked at the save file. Eyeballing it, I could tell that he was pretty far in the game. He had almost all of the masks and three-fourth remains of the bosses. I noticed that he had used an owl statue to save his game. He was on day three and by the stone tower temple with hardly an hour left before the moon crash. Um, a little context about the game, Majora's Mask. 
you're kind of like on a timetable to beat the game. Mm. So like events happen like by days, and I think five days in five days in the game, the moon crashes into the planet and oh. game over, whatever. And you have to save the world before the moon crashes in it. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Such a creepy thing to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I I've never been a huge Zelda fan, mm-hmm. just because when I was a kid, I was just not smart enough to play the yeah. games, yeah. and I didn't have any of the. Those were the games that was like, you had to ask your parents to buy it for you, mm-hmm. and you had to ask for the like booklet yeah. essentially. And just that like, was the first thing because my first Zelda was Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. And I just ran around and it was fun. And then I had the book for it. I was like, oh, you're supposed to play it this way and play it like, in sequence or whatever. Right. You know? I just I can't imagine playing a game when I was a kid that's like you could play the game for like hours and hours and hours and hours. And you're playing it wrong. And you're playing it wrong. Yeah. And then like day five comes around and <laughs> just game yeah, over. Yeah. And you're like, what? It's like, yeah. start over, bro. Mm. Oh, that sucks. Let's see. I remember thinking that it was a shame that he had come so close to beating the game, but he never finished it. I made a new file named Link out of tradition and started the game, ready to relive my childhood. For such a shady-looking game cartridge, I was impressed at how smoothly it ran, literally just like a retail copy of the game, save for a few minor hiccups here and there, like textures textures being where they shouldn't be, random flashes of cutscenes at odd intervals, but nothing too bad. However, the only thing that was a little unnerving was that at times the NPCs would call me Link, and at other times they would call me Ben. I figured it was just a bug, a fluke in the programming causing our files to get mixed up or something. It did kind of creep me out though after a while, and it was around after I had beaten the Woodfall Temple that I regrettably went into the save files and deleted Ben. I had intended to preserve the file just out of respect of the game's original owner. It's not like I needed two files anyway. Hoping that that... Oh, that was in parentheses. Close parentheses. Hoping that that would solve the problem. It did, and it didn't. Now NPCs wouldn't call me anything. Where my name should be in the dialogue, there was just a blank space. My save file name was still called Link, though. Frustrated and with homework to do, I put the game down for a day. I started playing the game again last night, getting the lens of truth and working my way towards completing the Snowhead Temple. Now some of you more hardcore Majora's Mask players know about the fourth day glitch. For those who don't, you can google it, but the gist of it is that right right as the clock is about to hit 000 on the final day, you talk to the astronomer and look through the telescope. If you time it right, the countdown disappears and you essentially have another day to finish whatever you are doing. Deciding to do the glitch to try and finish the Snowhead Temple, I happened to get it right on the first try and the time counter, time counter at the bottom disappeared. However, when I pressed B to exit the telescope, instead of being greeted by the astronomer, I found myself in the Majora boss fight room at the end of the game, staring at Skull Kid hovering above me. There was no sound, just him floating in the air above me, and the background music, which was regular for the area, immediately... Immediately, my palms began to sweat. This was definitely not normal. Skull Kid never appeared here. I tried moving around the area, and no matter where I went, Skull Kid would always be facing me, looking at me, not saying anything. Nothing would happen, though, and this kept up for around 60 seconds. 
I thought the game had bugged or something, but I was beginning to doubt that very much. I was about to reach for the reset button when text appeared on my screen. You're not sure why, but you apparently had a reservation. I instantly recognized that text. You get that message when you get the room key from Anju at the Stockpot Inn, but why was it playing here? I refused to entertain the notion that it was almost as if the game was trying to communicate with me. I started, started to navigate the room again, testing to see if there was some sort of trigger that would enable me to interact with something here. Then I realized how stupid I was to even think that someone could reprogram the game like this was absurd. Sure enough, 15 seconds later, another message appeared on the screen, and again, like the first one, it was already a pre-existing phrase. Go to the lair of the temple's boss, yes, slash no. I paused for a second, contemplating what I should press and how the game would react, when I realized that I couldn't select no. Taking a deep breath, I pressed yes, and the screen faded to white with the words, dawn of a new day, with the subtext blank beneath it. When I was ported to, where I was ported to filled me with the most intense sense of dread and impending fear I had ever experienced. The only way I can describe the way I felt here is having this feeling of inexplicable, inexplicable depression on a profound scale. I am normally not a depressed person, but the way I felt here was a feeling that I didn't, that I didn't even knew existed. It was such a twisted, powerful presence that seemed to wash over me. I appeared in some kind of weird Twilight Zone version of Clock Town. I walked out of the clock tower, as you normally do when you start from day one, only to find that all the inhabitants were gone. Usually with the fourth day glitch, you can still find the guards and the dog that runs around outside the tower. This time they were all gone. What replaced them was the ominous feeling that there was something out there in the same area as me and that it was watching me. I had four hearts to my name and the hero's bow, but at this point I wasn't even considered for my considered for my avatar. I don't think that should be concerned. I wasn't even concerned for my avatar. I felt that I personally was in some kind of danger. Perhaps the most chilling thing was the music. It was the song of healing, ripped straight from the game itself, but played in reverse. Oof. No. <laughs> The music would get louder, building up as, building up so as if you should expect something to pop out at you, but nothing ever did. And the constant loop began to wear on my mental state. Every now and then I would hear the faint laugh of the happy mask salesman in the background. Just quiet enough so that I wasn't sure if I, just, if I was just hearing things, but just loud enough to keep me determined to find him. I looked in all four zones of Clock Town only to find nothing. No one. Textures were missing, West Clock Town had me walking on air, the entire area felt broken, hopelessly broken. As the reverse song of healing repeated for what must have been the 50th time, I just remember standing in the middle of South Clock Town realizing, realizing that I had never felt so alone in a video game before. As I walked through the ghost town, I don't know whether it was a combination of the out of place textures and the atmosphere and the haunting melody of the once peaceful and soothing song being butchered and distorted, but I was literally on the verge of tears and I had no idea why. I hardly ever cry. Something had gripped me here, and this powerful sense of depression that was both foreign and crippling. This is rough. Mm. This is super freaky. Yeah, absolutely. 
And there Skitty are like crawling. five parts to this thing, and this is only the first chapter. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I tried leaving Clock Town, but every time I attempted to zone out, the screen would fade to black, and I would just zone into another part of Clock Town. I tried playing my ocarina. I wanted to escape, and I did not want to be here. But every time I every time I played the song of time or song of soaring, it would only say, "Your notes echo far, but nothing happens." By this point, it was obvious the game didn't want me to leave, but it had no idea why it was keeping me here. Weird. I didn't want to go inside the buildings. I felt that I would be too vulnerable vulnerable there to whatever I was terrified of. I don't know why, but I came up with the idea that maybe if I drowned myself at the laundry pool, I could spawn somewhere else and leave this place. As I zoned in and ran towards the pool, that's when it happened. Link grabbed his head and the screen flashed for a brief moment of the happy mask salesman smiling at me. Not Link. Me with a Skull Kid scream playing in the background and when the, sc- when the screen returned, I was staring at the Link statue from playing the song Elegy of Emptiness. I screamed as the thing just stared back at me with that haunting facial expression. I turned around and ran out and back into South Clock Town and to my horror... That statue followed me in the only way I can compare. That statue followed me in the only way I can compare this is like the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Which context is like. It's like booze and Mario. Mm-hmm. Like, it won't mm-hmm. follow you when you look at it. That's weird. Every so often, at random intervals, r- intervals, the animation would play of the statue appearing behind me. It was like the thing was chasing me, or I don't even want to say it, haunting me. <laughs> no. By this point, I was on the verge of hysterics, but not even once did the thought of turning off the console occur to me. I don't know why I was so wrapped up in it. The terror felt all so real. I tried to shake the statue, but it would liter- literally appear right behind me every single time. Link started to begin to make weird animations I had never ever seen him do before. He would flail his arms around or spasm randomly and the screen would cut to the happy mask salesman smiling again for a brief moment before I was face to face with that statue again. I ended up running into the Swordmaster's dojo and ran to the back. I don't know why, but in my panic I just wanted some kind of assurance that I'm not alone here. To my dismay, I found no one. But as I turned to leave, the statue statue cornered me in the cubby in the back. I tried attacking the statue with my sword, but to no avail. Confused and backing into a corner, I just stared at the statue, waiting for it to kill me. Suddenly, the screen flashed again to the happy mask salesman, and Link turned to face my screen, standing upright, mirroring the statue, looking at me along with his copy, literally staring at me. Whatever was lit- whatever was left of the fourth wall was completely shattered, while I ran out of the dojo terrified. Suddenly, the game warped me to an underground tunnel and the reverse Song of Healing queued up again as I was given a brief moment of rest before the statue started appearing behind me again, this time aggressively. I could only take a few steps before it would summon behind me again. I hurriedly made my way out of the tunnel and appeared in Southern Clock Town. As I ran aimlessly in a sheer panic, suddenly a a re-dead screamed and the screen faded to black as dawn of a new day and blank appeared again. And re-deads in the game are like zombies that mm. attack you. Gotcha. Uh, the screen faded in, and I was standing on top of Clock Tower with Skull Kid hovering over me again, silent. 
I looked up and the moon was back, looming just meters above my head. But the Skull Kid just stared at me hauntingly with that mask. A new song was playing. The Stone Tower Temple theme played in reverse. In some sort of desperate attempt, I quit my bow and fired off a shot at the Skull Kid. And it actually hit him and he played an animation of him reeling back. I fired again and on the third arrow, a text box appeared saying, That won't do you any good, he he. Ooh, no. (laughs) And I was picked up off the ground, levitated upwards on my back, and then Link screamed as he burst into flames, instantly killing him. (laughs) Jeez. I jumped when this happened. I had never seen this move used by anyone in the game, and Skull Kid himself didn't have any moves. As the death screen played, my lifeless body still burning, the Skull Kid laughed, and the screen faded to black, only to have me reappear in the same place. I decided to charge him, but the same thing happened. Link's body was lifted off the ground by some unknown force, and he immediately burst into flames again, killing him. This time during the death screen, the faint sounds of the reverse song of healing could be heard. On my third and final try, I noticed that there was no music playing this time, that all there was was an eerie silence. I remembered that in the original counter with the Skull Kid, you were supposed to use the ocarina to either travel back in time or summon the giants. I attempted to play the song in time, but before I could hit the last note, Link's body once again horrifically exploded into flames and he died. As the death screen neared its end, it began to chug, as if the cartridge was trying to process a lot of something. When the screen came to, it was the same scene as the first three times, except this time Link this time Link was lying on the ground, dead in a position I had never seen in the game before. His head tilted towards the camera with the skull kid floating above him. I couldn't move. I couldn't press any buttons. All I could do is just stare at Link's dead body. (laughs) After around 30 seconds of this, the game simply fades out with the message, You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Before kicking you out to the title screen. Weird. Upon getting back to the title screen and starting again, I noticed my save file was no longer there. Instead of Link, it was replaced with Your Turn. Your Turn had three hearts, zero masks, and no items. I selected Your Turn, and immediately when I did, I was returned to the clock tower rooftop scene of my Link dead and the Skull Kid hovering over, (laughs) with the Skull Kids laughing, looping again and again. I quickly hit the reset button, and when the game booted up again, there was one more save file added below your turn, entitled Ben. Cool. Of course. Uh, (laughs) Right. Ben's save file is right back where it was before I deleted it, at the Stone Tower Temple with the moon almost crashing. I turned the game off at that point. I'm not superstitious, but this is way too messed up even for me. I haven't played it at all today. Hell, I didn't even get any sleep last night. I kept hearing the reverse song of healing music in my head and just remembering the sense of dread I felt exploring Clocktown. I drove back to the old man's house today to ask him some questions with a buddy of mine. No way I was going there alone. Only to find that there's a for sale sign in the front yard and when I rang the door, no one was home. So now I'm back here writing down the rest of my thoughts and recording what happened. Sorry if some of this has grammatical errors and whatnot. I'm running on no sleep here. 
I'm terrified of this game even more so now that I relived it a second time writing this all down. But I feel like there's still more to it than meets the eye, and there's something calling to me to investigate this further. I think Ben is something in this equation, but I don't know what. And if I could get a hold of that old man, then I would be able to find some answers. I need another day or so to recuperate before tackling this game again. It's already taken a toll on my sanity, I feel like, but next time I do this, I'm going to be recording my footage all the way through. The idea to record only came to me towards the end. Uh, and there's footage of this included. Um, the, the idea to record only came to me towards the end, so you see the last few minutes of what I saw, including Skull Kid and the Elegy statue. But it's on YouTube here. And then he links it. And let me pull it up here in a second. Uh, I'm going to stay in this thread for a little while longer before I fall asleep to answer any questions you guys might have or hopefully listen to your ideas or theories that help me shed some light into this or maybe things I should try to do. But I think I'm going to play Ben's file tomorrow to see what happens. Maybe I was supposed to do that all along. I don't believe in paranormal stuff, but this is a little messed up. But maybe this Ben guy is just a really good hacker slash programmer. I don't want to think about alternatives if he isn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> That's the end of the copy slash paste. I'm hoping that maybe this is some kind of running gag developers had and that other people have gotten gag or hacked copies of the game like this. This just really scares me. And that was chapter one of Ben Drown. And we can watch a video, which we can link in the description below. Ooh. Oh, weird. Yeah, I don't like that one bit. Oh. Ugh. Skull Kid? Yeah. Wow. Oh, so and that's the moon that looms over. That's cool. Yeah, it's horrifying. No. Okay, so... What's the likelihood that this whole story is fake and it's, this guy went through all the trouble to add all this stuff into the video game? Because <laughs> how hard does that be? Not hard. I mean... Yeah, at this point... I mean, it's it's I mean, the music's one thing, but like super jacked up. But yeah, I don't know, man. Um, this is hella creepy. This is like super like creepy pasta fuel for sure. Oh, yeah. Sure, hundred percent. Yeah, I I think this is a wildly cool story, but yeah. I think it is one hundred percent fake. Gotcha. Yeah. Like all this stuff can easily be manipulated. Yeah. Like yeah. Hacks oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, there's there's people that like where you know you guys like making movies. Mm-hmm. Some people really like modding old games. Yeah. You know. I mean, there's I, there's like versions that, you know, 
J- uh, James Nim. I mean, this isn't modding or anything, but mm. James Nim. Um, shout out, love you, baby boy. <laughs> um, he has a huge Mojin build, which is essentially mm. just like a fighting game that yeah. he can just go in and grab sprites that oh, yeah, people have right. made. Yeah. And he's got like 500 characters on it. And that's just people building sprites and mm-hmm. taking sprites from old video games. And yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't know anything about that, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real spooky. Shows the bin. This does make me want to want to play it, though. That's cool. You'd play this version of it? This version? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> at this point, it's like, oh, this is broken. This yeah. Is bro- I just want to yeah. play the game. Yeah, yeah. I'd be too spooked to play this game after watching this. Mm-hmm. Heck no. Yeah. He's just stuck in a loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. If I got this game and this happened, I'd be like, oh, cool. Um, it's garbage. Right. I threw it in the garbage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, Ben's name is back. Yo, yeah. yeah, holy moly! That is so down. part one, chapter one. Yeah. So do you have? Do you know what happens in the rest of it? Do you know how it ends? Uh, no, I think what I read tonight is like the most I've read of it. And yeah, I, I know a little bit about the creepy videos and all that. Gotcha. And there have been like this thing like super popular. Yeah. There's been references to it in other video games. Uh, there is a video game called uh. Spooky, Spooky's Mansion of Jump Scares or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a first person game, and you just walk through corridors, mm. and there'd be random jump scares like gotcha. that's, the that's the of the game, game. Yeah. yeah. But you're supposed to there's supposedly a thousand rooms of that, and the further you get in the game, there's creatures like that'll actually like mm. attack you and chase you, mm-hmm. and one of them is based on Ben's Drown, and it's the creepy mask salesman. And it does the thing in the the creepy pasta where it'll like pop up behind you, and when you like turn around to look at it, it'll stop. So that's why you have to keep running and like keep looking at it so yeah. like, it doesn't cha- or grab you. No, I don't like that. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. horrifying. Yeah, I I love this kind of stuff. I think it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, creepy pastas are fantastic. Yeah. Like it's just, I mean. That's where like Slenderman was born. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. It's, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's a wild world yeah. for sure. Yeah, but video games are neat. They've yeah. got a they've got a mind of their own, and then stuff like this. They happens. definitely are their own thing mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. I I can't think of any any more like weird stuff off the top of my head, other than like you know stuff that developers have put in games. Yeah, sure. Like, there's a uh, another video game related creepypasta. It's called it's it's a boring name, NES Godzilla. But essentially, the story is this guy he plays a old like copy of Godzilla destroy all monsters for the NES, mm-hmm. and he goes along plays the game and like weird stuff happens. Like there's like random sprites that weren't in the game before, and there's like a demon that lives in the game and torments him or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and like. Yeah, it's just very that it's just like the idea of creepy bosses and old video games and stuff like that. It's like 100 percent just like people 
creating original assets and putting them in like ROM hacking, like yeah. with Ben Drown, like putting the stuff in already existing games and like creating something new with it. Yeah, yeah, that's like, cool. Like you said, like what we do with films is what people do with video games. Yeah, they, people know. do really cool stuff with yeah. it. One of my favorite video games is. Um, uh, one of my favorite video game series is Metal Gear, mm. like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Well, in the third one, they did this really cool thing where there was this boss. Um, I can't remember what his name is because it's been so the long. Fear. Yeah. The where you go down the river. No, no, no. I'm sorry, not the fear. Um, and the end? it wasn't in three. It was oh. in. I think it was in. Um, oh God. Was it Psycho Manus in the first one? Yes. Yeah. 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 So Psycho Manus. Um, Carrie, I don't think uh, you've not played these, right? Mm-mm. So, <laughs> Psycho Man is his boss fights were always super weird, mm. and it happened in um, four too, and mm. on PlayStation three. Yeah. So, he was like this psychic being, mm. and you would start the boss fight, and he there was like <laughs> the first time you fight him, he's just like, uh, you you don't you like can't imagine my power, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Like he's talking to the person who's playing the game, yeah. not so much Snake, mm-hmm. uh, who's the character that you play. Mm-hmm. And it tells you to set your controller down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right. So you set it on the table, and he's like, I'm going to all move your controller left. And then your controller, because of the rumble on the right, yeah. moves to the left. Mm-hmm. And then it moves to the right. And then he starts telling you all the games that you're playing and the progress that you're at. What? Because the game reads your memory card. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool thing. And there was a a really cool way to That's like crazy. almost all the bosses and and the early metal gear is like they would all have really easy ways to kill them mm. if you knew what those yeah. ways were yeah. and psycho manis was you unplug the controller from slot one and you put it into two no and way. every button that you pressed did damage to him yeah. so that's how you killed him the, the fear from three wow. yeah i've actually never done that boss fight because oh, really? you can kill him before his boss, uh, before yeah. his fight, uh, the end is the old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in the, in the game, you find binoculars and mm-hmm. like what you're like on comms, and it's like, oh, there's the you know there's the fear, and you can pull out your binoculars. But if you find the sniper rifle before, you can use your sniper rifle mm-hmm. instead, mm-hmm. and then you just shoot him in the head and, yeah. and then you never do that boss yeah. fight there's like so many just ways to circumvent it but the psychomantis fight in four was the same sort of thing mm. it was so cool yeah but yeah i mean like there's fun cool little ways i mean you know to do cool creepy things in video yeah. games and people I have been doing it forever for huh. another thing psychomantis does uh he'll uh simulate your screen turning off so it'll just go black and it'll, it'll show, what? like, the video, like, in the sign, in the corner, you know, uh-huh. like, old yep. TVs. Mm-hmm. Like video the, one. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. It would do that. And, like, it would simulate, oh, your game turned off. Or, That's like, crazy. Yeah. And another thing That's in awesome. Metal Gear Solid 3, there's a boss uh, where, in the game, you don't have to kill every soldier. You can just, like, tranquilize them, and they'll, you know, you'll knock them out. Mm-hmm. But if you kill them, there's a certain boss who, he's like a ghost, and you'll walk down this river... And every oh yeah NPC you killed or mm-hmm. every soldier you killed will attack you on that river. Yeah. So if you don't kill anybody anybody in the game, you won't get attacked by ghosts. Mm. But if you like kill all the bosses, all of the soldiers, whatever, mm. and like every time you walk down that river, you'll just get attacked by all these ghosts. It's but, so cool. Uh, yeah. Thing. 
Yeah. yeah. That's wild. That game yeah. rules. Those games rule. Yeah. But Those yeah. Games roll. Horror games are dope. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a bonkers episode, guys. That was a really spooky story. Um, I need to know what else happens in that story. Like, what is there resolve? Yeah, you can. I mean, I'm curious too because I never finished it, but I yeah. do know it is in five parts, five chapters, mm-hmm. and there's I think video attached with each chapter, so there's oh, a resolution. Cool. So okay, well, there's I'll tons to of other that. like cool, spooky, creepy pasta stuff. Maybe we can do more. I would just love to branch yeah. out every maybe. now and then. Yeah, you sprinkle know, it in just like, here and there. Like you know, bin drown part two, and yeah. like we'll find some more for sure. Some more Reddit good spooky idea. stuff. Yeah. You know. Like video game type yeah. type stuff, but yeah, because that is a rich well. Because I mean, there's a lot of horror game stuff too. Like, you're like, you know, we just like briefly talk about horror games and like whatever. Because like, to me, horror movies don't scare me, but horror games do. Because there's just a yeah. level of like immersiveness with video yeah. games when yeah, you dude. play horror video games. Bro, have you ever played The Forest? No, that game honks, dude. It's really? It scares the crap out of me, mm. man. Yeah, you crash land on an island with mm. your son. Oh, no. And, uh, the like, you get knocked out, and then you wake up, and you see this, like, pretty much naked dude, and all, like, he's painted red. Mm-hmm. And he has your son by the hand, and then you fall back asleep, mm-hmm. you pass back out, and then you wake up, and then that's where the game starts. Yeah. And then it's a survival game yeah. where you just have to build like you know like a fortress mm-hmm. essentially wow and like you you like build weapons like you start with literally nothing yeah. other than what's on this plane mm. so you like have to go you have to hunt you have to build you have to cut down trees you have to mm-hmm. build huts and like build places for you to sleep yeah and you have to traverse through these tunnels and it's like these giant tunnel systems that go through the entire map and um in these tunnels is where you find like new weapons because like you start to figure out like there's something going on here mm-hmm. yeah but there's cannibals that live on the island mm-hmm. and the longer you're on the island the harder the game gets because oh, really? the the cannibals they have like um scouting routes mm-hmm. so they'll find where you live mm-hmm. and then they will attack you and you it starts out and it's just like you know dudes and and ladies and you're like oh this is rough but (laughs) i guess i'm gonna have to kill you yeah Uh, and then they start to change where there's still like the base ones but then there's like juggernauts where they're like but they look like fused together meat bodies and there's one that's like completely made out of legs and they're like spiders and they just dude it gets nope don't like that (laughs) it's called the forest it's called the forest yikes it's a fantastic game Mm. but Mm. they have it on vr and i want to play it so bad let's do it put it on the channel (laughs) (laughs) come on let's do it yeah (laughs) That'd be so yeah. much fun. I've tried doing horror games, horror games in VR, and like I've done like those kitschy like Apple Store or App Store horror games in VR, and like that stuff scares me. Like I've really? never done like a legit like horror game. Like I know you can play Resident Evil Four in VR, yeah. and I kind of want to do that because I love that game. I love to. Yeah. yeah. I always said my first VR experience is going to be zombies, so yeah. I've been holding off for that. I did break break my promise though and then I a couple of years ago I played like some 
um, VR horror game, but it was like, like a I don't know, it was like an evil carnival type thing where you like, oh, yeah. Yeah. ride this uh, roller coaster through this, yeah, you know, whatever. It's, it's I think it's until dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was until dawn. It was no, they made it like a spinoff yeah. until dawn. Like oh, mm-hmm. where it might have been the same it. characters, but you're like you're on a roller coaster and you shoot and it's at a carnival yeah Yeah, because i've I've played it too it's really fun yeah but it's like spooky it's early second wave vr kind of stuff Uh, the first one i played was an archery game and man it was like Mm. a tower defense game i had a blast yeah Uh, but i'm a huge dork so i was just like i'm legolas (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) that's great but yeah 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 well, yeah, we'll uh, come back to video games and horror games. For sure, and all that. yeah, because I mean, there's a ton of content out there. Mm-hmm. And just the concept alone of, you know, ghosts being in video games is spooky as heck. Yeah. yeah. So I would like to tell you guys something spooky that happened to me last night. Oh, yeah. Um, so Sarah and I were hanging out last night after the boy went to bed. And we stayed up kind of late. At this point, we were eating cereal and watching the Monsters movie at 2 in the morning. I still haven't finished it yet. Oh. It's it's way different than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Don't ask Sarah how she feels about it. I think it's fun. I think it's oh, fun and it. cute. Yeah, she but she watched the monsters growing oh, up. Gotcha. And oh, I don't so think I've ever seen a mon- well, seen okay. an episode <laughs> of the monsters, but um I mean, I've enjoyed it. Um, I think like the lighting and the like stylistically, it's really cool. It, w- it Rob Zombie went in an interesting way <coughs> with like the editing mm. per se, but also with like the story of how Ed Munster met um, Lily. Or Lily, yeah. yeah. Mm. But it's it was cute. But we're watching it, and then our dog Patty. She's a Pekingese. She is an old. She's an old gal. She's about eight or nine years old she's got two bad legs two bad eyes breathing problems collapsing trachea where she'll like do this like weird coughing thing and then like (laughs) it seems like she like coughs something up but like nothing Mm -hmm. ever comes up Mm -hmm. and then she's like fine um but like last year about a year ago exactly she was on death's doorstep and i revived her by literally like bottle feeding her for a week and giving her medicine and um yeah she we were certain that she was going to die but um i bought her uh, uh who knows how much longer but last night she starts doing this coughing thing and it sounded a little different like there was something like caught like in her like nasal passage mm. or something like that and she she has like real like real bad health issues where she has a hernia in her in her stomach cavity where her like intestines like are they they are coming up through i don't know some weird part of her stomach where like pushes on one of her lungs Mm. so one of her lungs just doesn't work at all so she's only working on one lung and so she starts doing this coughing thing it sounds like she's suffocating this is at two in the morning and sarah and i are just eating cereal we're like oh crap what's going on with her and so we like get on the floor with her and i was like kind of tapping her on her back maybe she was like choking on something and Mm. i could like knock it loose or something and nothing happened and she kept doing this weird coughing thing and I don't know instinctively I was like well maybe she, she has allergies so she's on allergy medicine so instinctively like I just like put my mouth over her nose and just blew in mm-hmm. to maybe like knock some like yeah. mucus loose or something like yeah. that and it didn't do anything I was like crap yeah um, and Sarah's like you have to take her to the vet right now and I was like the only vet open is Blue Pearl which is it's like an overnight 
emergency vet clinic. Also, Neil. But Neil? Okay, I don't know who that is. It's in Bethany. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, Blue Pearl is just two miles away. So mm-hmm. I hopped in the car, two in the morning. Um, Sarah said basically goodbye to Patty, thinking that it was the last time mm-hmm. she'd see her alive. Yeah. And she was bawling as I was leaving because like, we seriously thought that she was going to die yeah. before I even got to the Benton Hospital. And so I pull up and I park at the main event parking lot and then like I run over to Blue Pearl and on like this last ditch effort, I'm like, okay, I feel like this is like, I don't know, like mucus like stuck in her nose. I, I do think that she was suffocating actually because mm-hmm. she wasn't breathing, but she was like, you, she, you can hear that she was like trying to get like any breaths that she could. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to like blow through her nose to see if I can knock whatever's in that loose. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I was in the parking lot about to walk into the door and then like I heard her like, s- like spit something up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I put her on the ground and just kind of let her, like, walk around. And then she was walking around normal. <laughs> she was like, whew. That's All what right. it sounded like. She it was like a big, like, she got a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I was like, okay, so maybe everything's okay. I don't have to pay $400 yeah. for this emergency vet right now for yeah. them to tell me, like, oh, well, she's she's dead. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, sir, you have an old dog. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. The amount of times we've taken her to the vet, and, and they all tell us the same thing every time. Like, yeah. man, why do I keep bringing her back here? Yeah. But... um. I was like, well, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's something else wrong with her. Maybe she, maybe, I don't know exactly. But maybe it wasn't too bad. But then I was like, she's probably going to die tonight. But she started walking around the parking lot normal. And I was just like, okay. I called Sarah. I was like, hey, she seems normal. She sounds like she, like, coughed something up. We're going to hang out here in the parking lot for 10 minutes to make sure that she's good before I go home. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, thank God. And so I hopped back in the car, and we're hanging out, and then she's completely fine. I was like, sweet. <laughs> I'm going to go back home. And I'm heading home, pull into my parking, or pull into on Britain Drive mm-hmm. over here. We'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> and really on a, um, a, t- a telephone line, an owl, mm. just in the middle of the street, and I stopped. And I look at it, and it turns its head and looks at me. And mm-hmm. I stop and stare at it for a second. And I was like, oh, God. And I just went home. And I don't know what that owl meant. Yeah. I don't know if it was messing with me. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I almost killed your dog tonight. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. You know, you got away tonight. Or I'm coming. Like, this is like... This or, or this is the end. Like, yeah. prepare. Yeah. You know, like, it could be that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, alas, it could just be an owl. Or just an owl. But yeah. I've, I've never seen an owl in my neighborhood. Really? Not where I live now. I haven't seen one. Yeah, and it wasn't Ooh. hooting or anything. It was just sitting there. Just and then it turned its head and looked at me. I was like, wow. No. How, how much more weird can this not get? <laughs> mm. You know, watching Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Then go to the ER two in the morning and then drive home and see yeah, an owl, owl. Yeah. just staring right at me I was like wow That's crazy. I personally I think that it was a close call with death and I think that yeah. I bought you know Patty a little bit more time yeah um, praise the lord because I'm not ready for her to go yet and you pet owners will mm-hmm. understand that because you know you love your pets so much you'll yeah. do anything for them yeah I mean I I lost my favorite cat ever like a like maybe like four months ago. Yeah, so yeah. it's awful. Yeah, and it was at like, same. It was like three or four o'clock in the morning. I yeah. drove to 
drove to Neil, and yeah. Dang, it dude. sucked. It was not fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's truly awful. So, uh. But dude, I haven't seen owls around here. It's very we strange. Have a, we have a friend, Possum, that shows up every yeah, night, yeah, and he eats cat food off of our front yeah, porch. Cool. He's very sweet. Yeah. But no owls. Yeah, but the way that like it turned its head and looked at me, there's just looked at you. no mistake that it was an owl. There's nobody else on sure. the road. No one. Just no, I just parked in the middle of the street yeah. and I just stared at it and it stared at me. Yeah. I, I really need to go home and like like smudge and cedar my house. Yeah. Um, my my dad told me like the, the ancient like Kiowa way, Indian way to ward off owls is that you give them an offering like you yeah. go and put if they're in the tree you go and put bread at the base of the tree yeah you know and you go in and you pray that it takes your offering and mm. it goes away yeah um i didn't do that i mean it wasn't right outside of my house yeah. by any means mm. but i definitely feel like i should you know pray and smoke and cedar the house yeah um, just to ward away any bad energy any bad spirits and stuff yeah. like that so I don't know. Very strange. Mm. Very eerie, mm. and I didn't like it. So yeah, I don't know. That's my spooky story for the night. And I don't know if we have anything else for this episode, Dylan. Anything Dylan, to? Uh, anything? Um, probably not. Other than you know, I'm uh, excited to talk more about like spooky video games from time to yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I'll be on the next spooky video game. Yeah. Episode, yeah. yeah thanks for sharing that video. That was, you know, oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. creepy. Man. Yeah. It, like, for sure. When I saw it, made me mean, question like everything, said, honestly. I know. And then you could just get into giant conversations about, like, what is being alive. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just like, dude. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. It's not fun. Yeah. I mean,. Anytime media makes you question what your reality uh, is, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Matrix did it. And yeah. It's like mm-hmm. one of the coolest things to do it, you yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. You know, I love like weird little Easter eggs and stuff like that in yeah. games. Yeah. Like there's a lot like in Doom. Like those yeah. are all really cool. Oh, but yeah. you know, there's there's weird stuff tucked away in the internet and stuff like what we watched and stuff yeah. like creepy pastas and stuff. I mean, it's a lot of it is really cool. I mean, there's yeah. some stuff that's like, okay, this is blatantly dumb. And yeah, yeah, somebody's yeah. just like having a laugh. But, yeah. you know, then there is some stuff where it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This might be For true. Sure. Who knows? Yeah. But it's all, it's it's fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, right on. I think it's going to do it for this episode. Yeah. It's um, Warren, sign us off. Well, thank you for tuning in. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google or your podcast app of choice. You can find us on Instagram at the skull crawlers and on Twitter at underscore and uh, underscore skull crawlers and YouTube by searching for the skull crawlers movie club or going to bit.ly slash skull crawlers. And as always sleep with one eye open because you never know who's watching. And thanks for wearing your brown pants. Dylan, what's yours? Yeah. Dylan, this is your time. Time oh. shine. Oh, no, that's not fair. <laughs> what? Um, Sign us off. Uh, thank you for suspending disbelief. Good night. Cool. cool. That was a lot of fun.